If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. At least 750,000 paper California stimulus checks will begin going out via mail on Monday. So on Friday, California issued about 34,000 direct deposits of the Golden State Stimulus 2 payments and roughly 9 million Californians qualified for the payments. So whether you receive a paper check or a direct deposit depends on what you selected on your tax return. Now, the board estimates that about 3.3 million additional payments will be made in the coming weeks. That's awesome. GQ magazine has named rapper Lil Nas X, Spider-Man actor Tom Holland, and NBA star Giannis Antetokounmpo as their men of the year. GQ really likes Tom Holland, and they believe his acting gets stronger with every movie. And by the way, Spider-Man No Way Home hits theaters on December 17th. GQ also recognized Giannis Antetokounmpo for being a dominant basketball player for the Milwaukee Bucks, who won the NBA Finals for the first time in forever, and Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X debuted uh, his first album, and the Wall Street Journal called him the new king of pop. So congratulations to all those fellas. Congrats. Yes. Um, also want to say congratulations to Justin Moore. Hey. Here's to the ones who didn't make it back home. He has teamed up with Walmart for an exclusive red vinyl release of his forthcoming Greatest Hits album due February 25th, 2022. Now, before we went on air, Tanner and I just looked at, like, Justin Moore's incredible, like, music category. And just, we do not realize how underrated Justin Moore is in mainstream country. Seriously. Um, so it's going to feature 13 of some of his biggest hits spanning over a decade in this business, like Small Town USA, While We Drink, Beta Hook, Somebody Else Will. I mean, there's so many great songs on this Greatest Hits album. So mark your calendar, head to Walmart in February and buy it. A good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. What's your Christmas tree preference, artificial or real? And we're getting a lot of great responses on our Instagram story. And we took a poll at Amber and Tanner in the morning. It's like 80% of people said they prefer real Christmas trees to just 20% who prefer artificial trees. Wow. Wow. I just got to say, for the record, I am team artificial tree all the way. Okay, why? Well, they're easy to use. Speaking of use, they're reusable, and you never have to throw it away. You never have to deal with that. I have always had an artificial tree. I have never actually gone out, cut the tree, put it on top of the car. I've never had that experience before. No. Are you Team Real Tree? Yeah. Why are you Team Real Tree? Okay, so surprisingly, having a real tree is actually better for the environment. Really? You're not using all those plastics, and then delivering the artificial trees, it's like, like, emissions and things like that that you know you're using you're reducing your carbon footprint when you're getting a real tree and and you support a local tree farm so we could support like a local you know sonoma county farm here if you buy a real tree but what if you use the same artificial tree every single year does that help your carbon footprint a little bit because maybe i've had the same one for like eight years <laughs> <laughs> and that thing is barely standing up right but and i understand like supporting local you should absolutely do that 
But for the sake of just preference, what you prefer, I'm sorry. I'm sticking to artificial all the way. I totally get it. Yeah. Like you said, it's a personal preference. Like I, But I love the smell of a real tree, too. Oh, that's true. I think that helps a lot. But you can just light a candle, all that stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. My girlfriend and I, we don't have a lot of arguments. We're typically on the same page about everything except for artificial versus real trees. We were talking about Christmas trees last night. And I told her, yeah, we can just go get an artificial tree. And she goes, what? You're joking, right? (laughs) You're joking. We're not getting a fake tree. We're getting a real tree. And I told her, we're not even going to be here on Christmas. So why does it matter? And we're having a Christmas tree shortage right now. And I kind of feel bad because I kind of guilt tripped her a little bit. I was like, wouldn't you rather a family here in Sonoma County get access to a real tree? And she was like, well, that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. So I was on the Nextdoor app yesterday, and I saw this post from like a very angry woman who was very upset that someone put their doggies excrement I'll say, in her trash bin. And I looked at you, Tanner, and I was like, who has time for this? Why is this so upsetting? Do people not have anything better to do? And I was just going on this rant about, like, be happy it's not just, like, on the street or in the grass because, you know, the dog's remains are pretty disgusting. I will say, if you own a dog, probably not the coolest to do that, But I'm with you, Amber. I think it's so weird that someone is so upset about this. I mean, how did they discover this? Are they going through their trash can and they're like, oh, the neighborhood's back at it again. Yes, they are. That's bizarre. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, like Uh, you said, there's better things in the world to worry about. (laughs) So do you feel like in some way that this, this person's feelings are valid or like, I'm trying to understand why this person went on the next door app to just let everyone have it. Even though I do believe that this is pretty ridiculous that someone was so upset about this, they posted on an app about it. I do understand that this person does pay for their garbage every single week or bi-weekly and they don't exactly want other people using it. I understand that. But specifically, (laughs) it doesn't take up that much room. Yeah, she was saying it, like, caused a smell and, like, you know, things like that. That was her reasoning behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, But still, at least it's not, like, in your yard. Yeah. So, you know, I was curious about all of this. So I asked the city if there were any codes abolishing the disposal of dog poop in another person's trash can. And it actually turns out there are. And I got an email from someone from the Criminal Investigations Division in Santa Rosa. (laughs) You're you're kidding. So you're making fun of someone on the Nextdoor app and you're emailing (laughs) someone from the Criminal Investigations Division? I had to know. (laughs) So this is what this person wrote. They said a person who just Exposes waste into a neighbor's trash can, assuming the neighbor pays to have the trash disposed of, is committing a theft and is therefore illegal. But it looks like police have never actually cited anyone for this. I know because I checked. Um, 
so it is in a way illegal, but it's more like frowned upon to do it. Yeah. Um, but we <laughs> but we asked your opinion about this on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Is it okay to put your dog's poop in someone else's trash can? Ty from Sebastopol said yes, as long as it's sealed properly and the trash can ha- hasn't already been emptied. Susan from Windsor says, I don't think it's okay to use someone else's bin. It's a service I pay for, so I feel a little bit exploited when others have left their dogs' excrements, literally, at my expense. Richard from Santa Rosa said, if I have an option to go to a public garage can that's close by, I'll choose that. Am I willing to walk five miles with my boot bag if there's a perfectly good garbage can there on the street? Um, I might just be throwing it in there. <laughs> good point, Richard. Good point. Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. Zach Brown says that he is one cool dad. We're all insane. My son got us all playing Fortnite. So we have some pretty epic family Fortnite uh, happening too. And my 10-year-old daughter is now better than everyone. She's just pretty wicked good at it. So it's it's super fun having things that we can do with them. And even when they're with their mom, you know, I can get on and, and play with them. That's pretty cool. Zach Brown and his wife were separated uh, a couple years ago. So it's a really cool way for him to stay connected with his kids when he's on tour and stuff like that. And because he plays Fortnite with his kids, he believes he's a rad dad. Aww. And I think he's a rad dad, too, for that. Yeah. I think I, that's really cool. He's also, like, relatively... I feel like he's a young guy, so he could be into Fortnite himself. He knows his way around an Xbox controller. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I hear the expression all the time, I'm a cool mom or I'm a cool dad. But here's a question. What makes you a cool parent? Asked you on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Grayson Hillsburg says, my husband lets our kids go hunting with him. They think he's the coolest because of it. Marcy from Sebastopol says, my parents cut the crust off my sandwiches. They still do this to this day when I visit their house. They're cool for many reasons, but I never want to do this for my kids. (laughs) I love what Abel from Santa Rosa said. He said, I allow my kids to be alive. (laughs) Cool dad. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, When I was a kid, I went to a friend's house and my mind was like completely blown that he gets paid to do chores. I was like, you get paid to do this stuff? Your parents are just the coolest. And because I, I like went home and I was like, mom, why don't I get paid for this? And she was like, I put pay for the roof over your head. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Amber, have you ever been around a parent? You're like, wow, that's a cool parent. Yeah, actually, as an adult, I was like in a restaurant once and I saw this kid. She was just really upset and she was crying. And the dad kind of set her down and was just like, hey, like, what exactly is going on? Like, you've been really upset lately, so let's talk about it. And I was like, he's talking to her about her feelings. And I just like thought that was so cool, like to have a dad that's like in touch with his emotions, you know? Like, it's a cool parent thing to do. Forget the rest of these things. Forget (laughs) Fortnite, Crust. Now that is the coolest. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. The question today is, should Disney Plus keep it family friendly? So apparently Disney executives are reportedly in heated debates over adding adult content to Disney Plus's streaming service. 
Former CEO and current exec Bob Iger believes the company should stick with their current, more family-friendly content. Uh, now, the Walt Disney Company CEO, Bob Chappick, however, wants to expand its content to a larger audience after, quote-unquote, disappointing subscription growth in the fourth quarter. Now, Disney Plus doesn't have a place for, you know, R or MA-rated features, mature-rated features, while Amazon and Netflix do offer the content. Um, so if you didn't know, Disney actually owns Hulu, and I thought they had plans to keep all that rougher content on Hulu. It's their streaming service, and I kind of just thought that was the plan all along. Um, but... Then I looked on Disney Plus. They already have both Deadpool movies, the Alien movies, Logan on the app. But other than that, I would say most of Disney's brand is indeed family friendly with only those more like recent acquisitions of like Fox and Marvel. But otherwise, there isn't a wealth of R-rated material anyway on Disney Plus. And, you know, I have noticed that some of those Marvel movies can, you know get a little rough with language and things like that like I watched Shang-Chi recently and I was like wait this is not a this is not for kids there was some language in there that wasn't too sure about so I'm thinking that maybe if Disney is going to continue to add movies like this then maybe there should be some sort of parental guidance some sort of block on certain movies like this and parents can like fix that in the settings so should Disney keep it family friendly? Christopher from Rona Park says, I understand some form versions of the Disney Channel have already gone there, but based on the comments at the you know, various sites I'm seeing, my advice would be to launch a new channel in the U.S. called something like Disney Grown Up. Now, Morgan from Santa Rosa says, Disney just added the full library. Just do it. Just add the full library of 20th Century Fox and Touchstone. She says, you're a streaming service. The people make your money. Our adults, children don't work. The adults will monitor what their children watch. Being a niche streaming service will never work. Now, Justin from Windsor says, I would love to see mature content from Disney, but I thought Disney Plus for adults was called Hulu. Now, what do you think? Should Disney Plus keep it family friendly or add more content? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Have you ever wanted to buy something and someone goes, eh, I don't think that's a great idea. So I was on Facebook Marketplace the other night and I didn't know that looking at cars would make me feel bad about my masculinity, my well, mojo. Oh, no, you shouldn't feel bad about your masculinity ever. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah. Tell that to other people. Okay, I will. Because I found this cool, and you would think this is awesome. I'll show you pictures after we get done with this. It's a 1971 Beetle in Santa Rosa that only has 35,000 miles on it. Wow. And this baby looks pristine. Is it a convertible or is it No, hard it's top? not. It's okay. hard top. It looks so cool. A stick awesome. shift. I've wanted to drive a stick again. And I was like, I want this car. So I sent a picture of it and the whole ad to my girlfriend's dad. And I was like, should I buy this? And he replies, it's a beautiful car, but you don't really tinker with cars, so I shouldn't. And then I remembered that I put a tire on in front of Chris and I put the lug nuts on backwards because I wasn't paying attention. And now I have a reputation for not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, well, Chris saw a bad side of me. I'm going to text my brother. 
And he said, you don't really know how to fix cars. I'd pass if I was you. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe one day you can buy one that's already fixed and you'll have a cool classic Beetle. Yeah. Here's the thing. It looks like it's fixed. I mean, of course, I didn't test drive it or anything. It looks like it's in pretty dang good condition. Uh, but oh. I have this reputation for not knowing how to fix anything. And dang it, I do know how to fix things. <laughs> I mean, I believe you. And it's not to say that you couldn't learn. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing, Tanner, though. I, I do have a feeling that maybe this car needs some fixing because if it's ridiculously cheap, that is a clue. But also, mm-hmm. they don't make Volkswagen Beetles anymore. Right. So they're rare nowadays. And getting parts can probably be really, really expensive. I mean, maybe. Dang and you it. haven't seen the interior of it unless there are pictures. It just looks so dang cool. I know. I, I totally it's, understand how you feel. See, sometimes I just need people to tell me that's not a good idea. That like, Have you ever had that situation where you really wanted to buy something and someone in your life goes, Amber... Probably not. All the time. Yeah. All the time. My fiance does it to me with literally everything. I'm like, hey, I'm going to get these new pair of shoes. And he's like, you already have 80. (laughs) You're like, I need a new toothbrush. But I need it. I need the shoes. (laughs) All the things all morning. Oh, literally. Makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. So the re-release of Taylor Swift. Jake Gyllenhaal breakup song all too well has given us a very fierce reminder just how ride or die Taylor's Swifties are. And yesterday, Tanner and I were reading about the breakup that, you know, led to this song. And I was so shocked to find out that Jake Gyllenhaal Broke up with Taylor Swift through a text message when she was like 21 years old. I had no idea any of this (laughs) even happened. I like turned to you and I was like, (laughs) he broke up with her through a text message. Oh no. And that's on her Instagram story, by the way, at Amber and Tanner in the morning. And what's interesting about this is because this album, Red, came out before. So Jake Gyllenhaal already got attacked by the Swifties, and now it's happening again. It's a resurgence, man, and it's just going to keep happening. And so I came in to the studio this morning, and there were headlines everywhere about, like, John Mayer now getting attacked by Swifties. And he actually confronted one of them and was like, do you actually wish me dead? And she was like, no, I'm so sorry. I didn't think you would see this message. And so he, like, posted about it and was like, guys, like, you saying that I should die because I broke up with Taylor Swift, like, kind of hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I just can't believe people are just attacking these celebrities as much as they are. I mean, it, I'm not kidding. It was news to me that Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal even dated, and now it is all <laughs> over my social media. Yeah, I, and I'm very much new to, like, and I hate to say it, the Taylor Swift drama. Yeah. Uh, but it comes with it. You know, she's writing all these songs about her exes, and now there's the resurgent of her version of her album, Red. Mm-hmm. And this specific Swifty that John Mayer confronted even said that. He was like, now that her new albums are coming out again, you're going to keep getting messages like this. So good luck. Ooh. And that was her advice. And I was like shook. I was like, oh my gosh. Taylor what? Swift will jack you up. What is the Swifties like, you know? It's... <laughs> Like, what is their M.O. here? It's almost like Taylor Swift is sitting, like, on a throne, 
And she's like, get him. <laughs> and her army just comes after all these guys that have done her wrong. She basically did that with her album reputation. She yeah. sat on some sort of throne and there were like snakes and dollar bills everywhere. I don't know. But Taylor Swift is the drama. Do we think that uh, these Swifties should leave these men alone or should they attack? Call right now. 636-1467. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Isaac. Isaac invested some money in Bitcoin, and Barry's going to say all that money went bye-bye. Hello? Hi, is this Isaac? Yes, it is. Isaac, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services in Katati. Uh, I'm calling you today because on my records here, I see that you're on the list for someone that bought Bitcoin. Yeah, I did. I'm calling you to inform you, and I've had a lot of these calls today, that Bitcoin has just been outlawed in the United States. Are you sure? I am positive. I'm making all the calls for Sonoma County residents that have Bitcoin. So you no longer have your investment. <laughs> no, that can't be right. I, I, that was a lot of money. I understand it's a lot of money. And uh, I, I just sent you an email that you should be receiving shortly as well. Uh, I understand this is a lot of money and I want to apologize uh, that you invested in this. No, no, no. That was that was my savings. That was like all my money. I, well, well, I put it in Bitcoin. What, what are you talking about? It's illegal. I didn't hear anything about this. Well, there's this no way. Ridiculous. There's no way that you will get your investment back. And I personally think you're very stupid. What the hell are you talking about? It wasn't a good plan. Should have just kept in your savings account. Where is my money? No, I have a key that that, that I can get it out. What do you mean it's illegal? It's illegal in the United States. And everyone that has invested in Bitcoin no longer has their funds. Now, there is a new cryptocurrency in the United States. It's called Dumbcoin. It's for all the idiots that bought Bitcoin. Would you be interested? No, I, I want I want my money back. Well, it's not happening, so I don't know what to tell you. Well, who has it? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today is National Fast Food Day. Hope you treat yourself to some good fast food today. Mm. You deserve it. That sounds good, right? Yeah, I'm hungry. But we want to hear, yeah, I'm hungry too. I'm starving actually. But fast food employees, what is your wild customer story? On the phone right now, we have Sophia from Petaluma. I had a customer one time. Um, the machine didn't put enough ice in her drink, and she literally threw all of it on me oh. through the drive through oh. window. I'm sorry. And my manager's like, go clean up, I'll take care of this. And I just went to the bathroom and I was so mad. Oh, I would have been too. Yeah. Uh, I feel so bad for a lot of people that work in customer service that way because I've seen people be completely unreasonable. Uh, Amber, I know you've never worked in fast food, but I do know that you worked with customers for a bunch of different jobs. Do you Mm -hmm. remember any unruly customer? Oh, yeah. I remember this one specific lady um, that would come into the pharmacy I used to work at, and she wanted to, like, open everything before she bought it. What? And one time I had to explain to her, if you open that, we can't resell it. Like, if you open it and you don't want it, we we can't resell it. So you're basically it's theft and we're losing money if you do that. Yeah. And she was just like, 
if you don't let me open this, I'm going to punch you in the face. She said that yes. to you? Yes. And like oh another coworker of mine stepped in and ended up talking to her. Thank and God. I was like, um, that's pretty unruly. I feel, yeah, very unruly. I feel like it's bizarre Scary. that someone needs to look in the containers before they check out and all that I stuff. I don't do, know. Do they not trust the pharmacy or something like that? It's ridiculous. You know, it was so weird. It's very strange. What yeah. about you? Uh, I, I've worked in fast food and I've worked a lot of like pizza jobs and stuff like that. And specifically, I worked at Little Caesars. And I was 16 years old when they changed it from $5 to $5.99 for the pepperoni pizzas. Oh, no. And people, Amber, I'm not kidding you, lost their minds. Yeah. Over $1. And one guy was like, $5.99. And there was like some sodas on the counter that need to be put in the little like freezer or refrigerator thing. And he like knocked them all off the counter and walked out of the store. And I was like, I think this guy has bigger issues than yeah, $5.99. there's something wrong with him. You know what sounds good? Little Caesars. We should get some. I am so down for that. <laughs> Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Thanksgiving. Coming up. I mean, it's like, what, next week? Ooh, that's coming fast. Wow. So I've been invited to a friend's Thanksgiving dinner, and I need to bring a gluten-free dish. We asked on Facebook if you had any ideas for me. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Val from Santa Rosa said baked mac and cheese. And Jackie from Pingrove says... Brussels sprouts with garlic and Parmesan, a little olive oil, and roast them. It's so good. Add bacon, too. That just made me so hungry. (laughs) And Becky from Santa Rosa said, saute asparagus, olive oil, garlic, salt and pepper. Yum. Okay, so we're going the uh, vegetable routes. That's what I see. Yeah. So, you know, yesterday I was talking about spending Thanksgiving solo this year, and I suppose someone felt bad for me. So they invited me to join them this year. Uh, The thing is, this family is mostly gluten-free, if not completely gluten-free. And I saw online that their family has pretty much already claimed all the easy stuff like green beans, sweet potato, the gluten-free pies, you know, things like that that you can make easy or pick up from somewhere. And last year I went to the same Thanksgiving dinner and I made this gluten-free cornbread dressing and it didn't turn out that great oh man and i'm like okay do i make it again do i perfect it or tanner do you think i should go with something else what like i need your honest opinion on this do you think i should try it again or try something else that's gonna work better for me if have you cooked it since this thanksgiving incident (laughs) no i don't even think i've cooked since this thanksgiving incident in that that case go with something else (laughs) if you haven't cooked it since you're gonna want to try something else something that i could share with you i don't know if it's a thanksgiving dish as you could i could send you my recipe for my world famous potato salad oh no i wouldn't want to like make your potato salad outside of your existence (laughs) i feel like that's blasphemy well a little bit. <laughs> but I, I could send you the recipe for that. Um, some other options. I really like that people said a lot of vegetable options okay. because those are unique things that not a lot of people think about, but yeah. could bring something unique and fun to the table. I do love Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I mean, is that a cool thing to like nowadays? I think it is. I like the idea of you doing Brussels sprouts because Brussels sprouts are really hard to mess up. Love them. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.
We on the show want you to go local for the freshest and best quality for the holidays. And that's why right now we're giving away a $25 gift card to Oliver's Thanksgiving. But Amber, the winning doesn't stop there, right? Right. If you win today's $25 gift card to Oliver's, you will be entered to win a full Thanksgiving dinner from Oliver's Market. One lucky winner can win a turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes and gravy and so much more from Oliver's. It's going to be an amazing Thanksgiving for you if you win this. So if you want to win and get that epic grand prize, Mm. that possibility, give us a call right now at 636-1467. It's the Amber Showdown! Hey, Tanner, Amber, it's Ray, what's up? Ray from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Come on, Amber, let's do it, girl. (laughs) Ray, this is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Ray, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right, that's uh, that's good. She's been kicking my butt lately, so... uh... Ray, that's not how you smack talk. You got to smack talk for a half a point bonus. Well, it's my turn to kick your butt, Amber. Okay, oh! perfect. Perfect, Ray. Amber's leaving the studio as we speak. All right, Ray, you ready for question number one? That's Christmas trees are going to cost 25% more this year due to supply chain issues and shipping delays. Which singer famously performed rocking around the Christmas tree? Was it A, Janis Joplin, B, Brenda Lee, or C, Dolly Parton? Uh, Dolly Parton? That is incorrect. 0 for 5 right now, Ray. Here's question number two. Carrie Underwood's husband allegedly dislikes being referred to as Mr. Underwood. Name Carrie Underwood's husband. Oh, Fisher. Last name's Fisher. I can't think of his first name. I'll give you a half a point, Ray, okay? You got one. (laughs) So now, including your bonus, you got one out of five. Here's question number three. Tom Holland is a part of GQ Magazine's Men of the Year. What Marvel superhero does Tom Holland portray? Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. is correct. You got two for five. And here's question number four. Jimmy Allen says that he designs all of his clothes himself. Jimmy Allen has eliminate, has been eliminated from which televised competition show this month? Oh, God. I, I can't get that one. Sorry. That is A-OK. So two for five. And here's question number five. Applebee's has launched a new menu item called Cheetos Wings and Cheese Bites. Which Walker Hayes song plays on Applebee's commercials? Oh, man. That is A-OK. Going to bring Amber back in. Amber Ray from Santa Rosa got two out of five. All right, Ray. Must have been hard today, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, let's see how I do. <laughs> Question number one. Christmas trees are going to cost 25% more this year due to supply chain issues and shipping delays. Which singer performed Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree? Was it A, Janis Joplin, B, Brenda Lee, or C, Dolly Parton? It's B, Brenda Lee. That is correct. Amber, you're up one to zip. Here's question number two. Carrie Underwood's husband allegedly dislikes being referred to as Mr. Underwood. Name Carrie Underwood's husband. Mike Fisher. That is correct. Amber, you're up two to one. Here's question number three. Tom Holland is a part of GQ Magazine's Men of the Year. What Marvel superhero does Tom Holland portray? Spider-Man. That is correct, Amber. You're up three to two. Here's question number four. Jimmy Allen says that he designs all of his clothes himself. Jimmy Allen has been eliminated from which televised competition show this month? Dancing with the Stars, sadly. That is correct, Amber. You are up four to two. And here's question number five, the opportunity for a perfect sweep. Applebee's has launched a new menu item called Cheetos Wings and Cheese Bites. (laughs) Which Walker Hayes song plays on Uh Applebee's commercials? 
Uh, that would be fancy like. That is correct. Perfect five out of five compared to Ray from Santa Rosa's two out of five. Ray, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown. That's okay, man. Uh, you know, that Walker Hayes song, I like that song, but I just could not think of the name. <laughs> it's a fantastic song, but Ray, even though you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, not only have you won a $25 gift card to Oliver's, but you are in the running to win an entire Thanksgiving dinner from Oliver's Market. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. You have another opportunity to win at two and another with Dano at five. But, Ray, you did lose, my friend. You have to say the phrase. Well, I'm not smarter than Amber. But you won a $25 gift card to Oliver's thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, 92.9. I was on the next door app yesterday because that's what I do with my free time. <laughs> and I saw this post from, like, a very angry woman who was very upset that uh, someone put their doggies, what do I say, excrement, their remains, their poop. Their doggy bags. In her trash bin. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of looked over at you, Tanner, and I was like, who do, who cares? <laughs> like, it's it, that's what a trash can's there for, and I can't believe somebody's so upset about it. Um, but then I was reading a lot of the comments, you know, people were saying, well, it's their trash bin. It's not for everyone to use kind of like arguing the opposite of how I was feeling. You know, do you feel the same way or do you think this person's feelings were valid? I think feelings are always valid, but at the same time, how did she even discover that this was an issue? Is, is this person <laughs> going through their uh, garbage can and they're like, oh, it happened again. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's that big of a deal. Not enough to, you know, comment on the Nextdoor app. Inside I would just go, a riot, right? Yeah, I'd be like, hey, that's, that's a crummy and stinky situation, but you know, whatever. There's bigger issues in life. Right. So we did look it up and if you want to hear the full explanation about whether or not it's illegal to do this you can listen to it um, on Amber and Tanner on demand after the show on any podcast platform but we want to hear from you is it okay to put dog poop in someone else's trash can 636 one up Deanna from Hidden Valley this poop situation I don't care if people use my can okay. I would much rather people use my can for their darn cat poop that I have to pick up in my yard oh no the cat problem in Hidden Valley I forgot yeah, it's bad. And I went to the expense of replacing my bark with rock, and that seems to have curtailed the cat poop problem. Really? I thought it would make it worse. Cats don't like no, rocks, they're I guess. Big rocks. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Well, I mean, I've noticed it. Uh, I think because they can't, you know, crawl or claw and cover it up. Right. But it's so annoying. Nobody has to pick up my dog poop, so why should I have to pick up the cat poop? Exactly. Yeah, you're you're with me on this. That they should it should be okay to just throw it away in a garbage can. Like that's what it's there for. Oh, of course. Okay. I'd rather that than step in it somewhere. What about this, Amber? You were talking about how it's technically actually theft to do this. What if you throw it in the trash can, leave like a little tip on the top? This <laughs> <laughs> is like five dollars. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy ninety two point nine.